Today on In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag. We're not identified as Jew or Gentile, circumcised, uncircumcised, Scythian, whatever. Our identity is in Christ. Christ is all and in all. They should see Jesus in me in everything I do. The way I talk, the way I walk, the way I act, the way I behave. You're listening to In Spirit and Truth, the radio ministry of Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. is currently teaching through the book of Colossians. Pastor J.D. talks to us today about what our lives should look like as followers of Christ. When you accept Jesus into your heart, you discard a sinful nature and take on one that's of God. That moral and upright behavior should be apparent to all. You no longer live for the flesh, but rather you live to bring God glory. Now, be sure to stay with us after today's message to hear how you can get your own copy of today's broadcast. Subscribe to the In Spirit and Truth podcast or download the In Spirit and Truth iPhone or Android mobile app. Now, here's Pastor J.D. in Colossians chapter 3 with today's edition of In Spirit and Truth. Even though we've come to Christ, the old nature, the sin nature is constantly and continually demanding that we give in to it. It doesn't want to be put to death. And so this side of heaven, as long as we're in these bodies in this fallen world, we're always going to have the sin nature. We will always deal with the sin nature, but the way we're to deal with the sin nature is not to deal with the sin nature, and I'll explain what I mean by that. In other words, it's non-negotiable. So here's the sin nature. If you can bear with me, I'll try to personify it by way of an illustration. Here's the sin nature. Hey, let's talk. Can we just talk about this? Come on. I, I know you're in Christ, but hey, hello, I'm here. Our response, no, I'm not going to talk to you. No, let's, let's just come to an agreement. No, no, you need to die. I need to put to death that which is a part of my old nature because, see, I picked up my cross and I died to self and the sin nature, and I am now a new creation in Christ because, see, I have the Holy Spirit in me that has given me this new life and this new nature as a new creation in Christ. And this is what the Apostle Paul says to the Corinthians in his second epistle, chapter 5, verse 17. Listen, he says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away, died, if you will. Behold, all things have become new. So now we have this battle between the old nature and the new nature. The earthly nature and our new heavenly nature. So in this battle, somebody's got to die. Guess who it is? The old nature. Here's the second one. It's in verses 7 and 8. 
it's that the heavenly minded Christian doesn't live as they once did. Uh, I was thinking about when Paul was writing to the Corinthians and in the context of, I mean, gross sexual sin, homosexual sin, and he makes this comment concerning that lifestyle, and he says, as were some of you. What? What? Yeah, there were born again Christians in the Corinthian church that had come out of, been delivered from that lifestyle, and given this new nature, and now in Christ they don't live like that anymore. Now, this is interesting, because Paul again is putting the onus on us with this list here, and he says that we need to rid ourselves. We need to rid ourselves. Get rid of this. What? Oh, such things as anger, rage, different word in the original language of the Greek New Testament. The word for rage is the Greek word thumos, where we get our English word for thermos. And it carries with it the idea of this explosive rage. Rid yourself of that explosive rage. Rid yourself of anger. Rid yourself of malice. You know what this word malice means? It's taking great delight in somebody else's misfortune. It's being happy when somebody else is <laughs> that you don't like. And right now, just as I said that, somebody just came to mind, didn't they? I'm going to leave that between you and the Holy Spirit. But it's this idea of, it's malicious. You have these malicious thoughts towards somebody. That's malice. Get rid of it. How about this one? This is a biggie, especially, sadly, within the Christian church. Slander. You know what's striking to me? Throughout the New Testament, there's lists like that which we have before us today. And in that list, you'll find things like murder. And in that same list, you'll have with murder, gossip. What? Yeah. Why? Because of how destructive it is. Slander is included in this list because this has to go. You better get rid of it before it gets rid of you. I heard one say it this way, deal mercilessly with sin because sin will deal mercilessly with you. Don't let the enemy just, you know, oh, it's just this little thing. Oh, <laughs> and then filthy language. There's a common denominator with all of these, and I want to talk about that here in a moment. But I point this out because the old nature still insists that we cooperate with it. And the old nature does not want us to cooperate with the Holy Spirit and 
our new nature. And this is what brings us to the third one that I want to spend the remainder of our time on today. It's in verses 9 through 11. The heavenly minded Christian, the life of a heavenly minded Christian will display, and I'm choosing this word for a reason, an identifiable change. Identifiable change. It will be identifiable. You'll you'll notice that there's something different about that Christian. Now, Paul is going to expound more on this in the following verses, but here he's explaining how we get rid of, we take off the old, take it off, get rid of it, and put on the new. And the idea here is that of taking off the old grave clothes, off the old nature, and instead clothing ourselves with Christ in the new nature. And again, Paul's going to talk about this in the next uh, verses that follow. Whether we realize it or not, we draw conclusions about people based on how they're dressed, right? They've done studies. You've heard about the studies they've done where they'll take a guy and they'll put him in shabby clothes and he'll go into a business and nobody you know, even bothers to ask him if there's anything, you know, they can do to help him. The same day with the same people on the same shift at the same business, they send the same guy back in dressed up. I mean, whoo, sir, may I help you? Hey, come on in. You must be someone of means. You must be somebody important. I mean, after all, look at how you're dressed. (laughs) Those clothes ain't cheap. And by the way, nice shoes. You know where I can get a pair of those for like (laughs) $29.99? Probably $3.99. A while back I was waiting for my wife, and I wandered into Nordstrom's. Nothing against Nordstrom's. I hadn't been into a... I don't get out much, literally. I do not get out much. So I'm... I just thought, you know, I'm just going to go look at men's shoes. You know, I'm not going to buy any shoes, but I just want to see, you know what, because Nordstrom is is known for their, you know, shoes. So I go in, and even now I'm speechless, and for me that's really saying something, because here's the shoe, and I'm looking at this thing, I'm going, oh, that, that looks, you know, very basic loafer. And so I pick it up, and... I almost dropped it, literally, because the price was like $500. I'm like, are you kidding? Is this, where's the, oh, this, this is a joke. There's a hidden camera, right? They're looking at the response that people are going to, no, there wasn't. That was the price of those shoes. Just to keep my sanity, I think I went to another, I think it was uh, Payless. Yeah, Payless just so I could make sure that I hadn't completely, you know, lost my $500. True story. This is interesting. I just thought of it from back in my car days. So this young kid 
goes into a Cadillac dealership. I mean, he's wearing just jeans and a t-shirt and, you know, tennis shoes. I mean, just a young kid. None of the salesmen would even bother to look at him, let alone ask him if they could be of help to him. Until finally, one of the younger salesmen just started, didn't know any better, basically just comes up to the kid and says, hey, can I help you? To which the kid responds, well, as a matter of fact, you can. And he proceeds to take a list out of his pocket of all of the Cadillac stretch limos that he would like to order for his dad. James talks about this. So you're at church one day and in walks somebody with, I mean, bling, dressed really nice. They pull up in one of those Cadillac limos that (laughs) this kid ordered. And what is our tendency? What is, what do we do? Well, first of all, we've identified, identified key word, that individual as being wealthy and important. And so we treat them accordingly. This is true for us when we're clothed in Christ with the new nature. We're identified with Christ because we're clothed in Christ. Let me say the same thing in a different way. We take off those old clothes that we were identified with in the old nature, the anger, the rage, the pride, the arrogance, the malice, the slander, the even the language. You can I, I my son came back from college and uh, he's here for the summer, and we were just talking about college life, you know, campus life, and he he's the he's in a frat and he's the chaplain for the frat. Oh, And he was telling me, he said, you know, there is nothing more disgusting than a beautiful young lady with an ugly mouth. And he was sharing with me about at this one frat thing they were having that uh, he basically told this really attractive young lady, kind of sad actually, said, you are so beautiful on the outside, but do you realize how ugly you are when you talk like that? You've got a really foul mouth. So I was like, man, did she like slap you after you said that? <laughs> Here's where I'm going with this. So we're clothed in Christ. And so now, instead of being identified by the old nature, there's something different about us now because we don't talk like everybody else. Hmm. Uh, He doesn't tell those dirty jokes like everybody else does. And oh, this is again, you'll forgive the reference. He, He will hate my guts if he knows that I keep drawing attention to him. But uh, Levi, I mean, he, he never speaks a foul word. 
you know, a, a curse word. And this has made him stand out, as you might imagine, on campus. And they always identify him that way. Why? Because he's a Christian. And Christians don't talk like that. Before I was a Christian, whoo! <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, quit looking at me like that. That was 37 years ago. <laughs> I've already gotten rid of that. But there's just something different. And it stands out. They're clothed with humility. There's just a humility about them. There's an integrity about them. There's a purity about them. There's a kindness about them. And it, it just stands out. And that's how you're identified, because that's how you're dressed. Can I say it that way? I just did. We're dressed to the nines, as they say in Christ. We're coming in with the shoes, <laughs> the nice. I remember when I, many, many years ago, in the land far, far away, long time ago when I was in my 20s, <laughs> so long ago, and uh, I worked for Mercedes-Benz, and I mean every day I wore a nice suit, drove a really nice car, a Mercedes-Benz. And you know, when you're dressed like that, it affects how you act. It really does. <laughs> when we first moved to Hawaii, it's been, uh, my goodness, this December will be uh, 16 years. My, how time flies. One of the uh, things that really I had to get used to was I could walk out of the house with slippers, shorts, and a shirt. And I kind of acted like how I was dressed, you know. <laughs> oh, sorry. Camera guys, sorry about that. <laughs> and conversely, when I'm wearing a suit, okay, so like I'll do a wedding here on the islands. And I actually had to go buy a suit when we moved here, because I got rid of all the old suits, the old nature. <laughs> and no, actually, that's not true. The old ones didn't fit anymore. But anyway, so I bought a new suit, and here I'm going to do this wedding, and I, and I got all dressed up, and I put the tie on, and put the collar on, and oh my goodness, I started noticing. I mean, my walk was different now. It was kind of more like one of these. Right? Because you're trying, you got to, and because you're wearing a suit for the ladies' address. Again, you see where I'm going with this? I sure hope so, because <laughs> when we're dressed, clothed in Christ, it's going to show in our walk with the Lord. There's something different about that guy something different about her. She's not like everybody else. I want to close with this question. Is the way I live such that people identify me with Jesus Christ in the image of Jesus Christ? 
Did you notice what Paul said there towards the end? We're, we're not identified as Jew or Gentile, circumcised, uncircumcised, Scythian, whatever. Our identity is in Christ. Christ is all and in all. They should see Jesus in me in everything I do. The way I talk, the way I walk, the way I act, the way I behave, the way I treat other people. And oh, by the way, spoiler alert, as we get into the rest of Colossians chapter 3, he's going to get real specific, talking about husbands and wives and the way they treat each other. Children, parenting, children to parents, parents to children. And so it's being this dressed up in Christ and acting like it, because you've put off the old nature. You don't live like that anymore, and you don't dress like that anymore, and you don't walk like that anymore, and you don't talk like that anymore, because you're a new creation in Christ. Have you ever heard that question that's asked, that goes like this, if you were arrested for being a Christian, would there be enough evidence to convict you? Okay, this will be my, my last closing here on this one. I just, maybe I sense the Holy Spirit would just have me to share this. The church today, and I'm talking about and sort of painting the canvas with a broad brush, has sought to look like and live like the world in order to be more attractive to the world. So now you would be hard pressed to distinguish between and identify who the Christian is and who the Christian is not, because you look at their lives and there's no difference. Divorce? Look at the divorce rates. Same for the Christian as it is the non-Christian. That's a telltale sign. That's not a heavenly-minded Christian. Because when I truly understand what Jesus has done for me, and what Jesus has awaiting me, I mean, it's going to ruin me. In a good way, it's going to change me in such a powerful way, and in every way. And that's what Paul is saying here in our text. I pray that we would take this to heart. The Apostle Paul's letter to the Colossian church emphasized that Jesus is God, going against the claims of the false teachers at that time. As followers of Jesus, you're asked to adopt this view as well. Jesus is the only qualified substitution for the punishment of your sins. Because of the authority He holds as God, He took your sins to the cross and then defeated death forever by rising again. If you'd like to know how you can have a personal relationship with Jesus, we'd love to tell you more. Visit InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and click on the ABCs of Salvation. This is a great way to learn why you need Jesus, how He saves you, and how you can call on His name and be transformed forever. 
When you go through this process, please let us know. We'd love to be praying for you as you begin this relationship with Jesus. Just click on Contact under the About tab and send us a quick note. Links to both are available at our website. If you're in the area, you're invited to come join us in person at Calvary Chapel Kaneohe for our weekly worship services. We get together every Sunday at 8.30 and 10.45 a.m. or come by on Thursdays at 7 p.m. for an in-depth time of Bible study. Directions can be found on our website. Again, that's in spiritandtruthradio.com. If you can't join us in person, we hope you'll find a local church community soon that you can call home. What a blessing it is to have a family of faith to support you as you grow in Christ. That's all we have time for today. Thanks for joining us for In Spirit and Truth.